Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 551. This is part two of a two-part talk I had with Reeves Calloway. Barth says to Dr. Singer, says, uh, Herr Dr. Singer, das ist ein richtiger deutscher Rennwagen. This is a real German race car. <laughs> this is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. I'll never worry again about having a dead battery with my NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in my glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that'll jumpstart a dead battery in my car, boat, truck, or RV. The Genius Boost features built-in spark-proof technology and reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart any of my vehicles. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are built from solid copper for maximum conductivity. There's a built-in ultrabike dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS and emergency strobe. I use my Genius Boost Jump Starter to charge my phone, tablet, and laptop while I'm on the road or if the power goes out in my home. The unit itself is easily rechargeable in my vehicle. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, the battery car source since 1914. I've got one in each of my vehicles. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Well, let's talk about today and the future. I would love for you to share what's happening at Callaway. What are you doing right now that really has you excited and fired up? Okay, uh, two things. One is, you know, we talked about that uh, beginnings of the relationship with uh, Chevrolet mm-hmm. and General Motors. One of the things that has always amazed me is that there's never been a contract between the two of us. Wow. All of that was done on a handshake. Wow. And so to be able to walk into a Chevrolet dealer today and see a Callaway car sitting on the showroom floor with all that that means, you know, the, the ability for them to sell the car, for us to build the car, for them to warranty the car. I mean... Don't forget, here's a car that goes 0 to 60 in 2.8 seconds, has a 210-mile-an-hour top speed, well, has a warranty longer than you'll care to own the vehicle, and, oh, by the way, at 70 miles an hour, it gets 30 miles per gallon. Yeah, it's incredible. How did that happen? But that isn't the thing that has me the most excited. I mean, you can say, well, how can a 757-horsepower <laughs> version of Corvette not get you excited? i tell you what's more exciting. The racing that we do today in Germany and in Europe and the rest of the world, because our assignment from GM has been to be the homologation holder for the GT3 version of the Corvette and build and sell those cars to race teams around the world who want to campaign them. Wow. That's our assignment for the, the for Callaway competition nice. in Germany. So, for the first time in my career, I see a set of regulations in which everyone is equally unhappy, <laughs> which means that they're pretty good regulations. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the the trick is take all the makers of sports cars in the world and invite them to race each other. How are you going to achieve parity 
between disparate brands of automobile. How are you going to do that? Well, the FIA has done it. The, the balance of performance for these cars has produced fields of 30, 35 automobiles that are qualifying within the same second. Wow. So this is good news for right. everyone because everybody thinks they have a chance to win. Everybody contests the same class worldwide except the United States. The U.S. is, is off in a corner yeah. by itself. But, but for us, based in Germany and selling race cars to people who are going to compete against the other best manufacturers in the world, Mercedes, Audi, Porsche, Lamborghini, Bentley, mm -hmm. they're all there. And anybody, any one of those brands can win that race on a given day. So for us to be running at the pointy end of that sure. field, I mean, you know, we've been in that championship for 10 years. We've won it three times. And if you want to see steam come out of the German manufacturer's <laughs> yes. ears, just beat them with an American car. I mean, boy, is that exciting. And it, if you go to, to YouTube today, you can see all of those races, and you will immediately, as a race fan, you will see what I'm talking about. This is wicked Wicked tough Serious competition. competition, for sure. Well, I'm so excited for your future. I mean, it's just fantastic. I love it. Wish you guys the best. And I understand you have offices in Connecticut, you have offices in Germany, and you just moved to a new facility in Temecula, correct? We did. We yeah, love California. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you were in Santa Ana before, but Temecula, I've got family there. So now I've got a great excuse to come and visit your new shop. So I uh, look forward yeah. to it. Reeves, I would love for you to share an interesting sidebar here to Callaway Cars, and that's Callaway Golf. Glad you asked. Um, it's a very interesting story, and, and uh, here's, here's the, the short version. Mm -hmm. My dad was a, a sort of a serial entrepreneur, a, a great marketing man, ran the world's largest textile company, Burlington Industries, and when he retired... He moved west and started a vineyard and a winery in Temecula, California. That got also sold off to, uh, I think, Hiram Walker, the Canadian liquor distillers. And he decided in his second retirement that he was just going to make a few golf clubs. <laughs> just <laughs> he a few. He happened to be an excellent golfer. Uh -huh. But uh, literally in the... In, a tiny little workshop, uh, there were some golf pros in Cathedral City, California, who were making wooden shafted golf clubs. And these were little uh, curiosity level golf clubs. They felt great, they looked great, but there was no hope of making any uh, substantial number of them, mostly because it was very difficult to drill a hole all the way down a 30-inch hickory dowel without the drill walking out the side. Mm. So there was a tremendous reject rate. And he was frustrated, and he came to me as the sort of production-oriented engineer. And at this point, you know, Callaway Golf was just a, an idea, uh -huh. and Callaway Cars was, you know, a, a 10 or $20 million a year ongoing engineering business. Mm -hmm. But I felt compelled to help pop <laughs> and so we, we figured out a way to set up a gun drill and make these things come out like they were matchsticks. Oh, so wow. So they were now off and running 
uh, with uh, a product that they could they could go sell. Yeah. And uh, I remember standing at the back of the car with the trunk open and dumping armloads worth of golf clubs into the back of the trunk so that he could go sell them to the golf shops. <laughs> and I, in parting one day, I had the gumption to say to him, you know, Pop, I don't think this whole golf thing is ever going to go anywhere. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, Callaway, correct me if I'm wrong, their headquarters was Southern California, right? It was, yeah. Well, you know, all the golf clubs yeah. are, are in Carlsbad. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I did a lot of work up in Carlsbad for different companies back in my early, early days as a creative director at an ad agency, and I remember seeing all those. I remember Callaway, what an, uh, I mean, a huge name, of course, and I really appreciate you sharing that family story with us. What a, a fun story and a very interesting way to cross use your technology in automotive with another type of product, too. Well, you remember I started this conversation by saying that I was interested mostly in how well something could be made. Yes. And yes. frankly, it didn't matter whether it was an automobile, which is really difficult. <laughs> yes. Or something a lot simpler, like a golf club. Like a golf club, yeah. But as the company matured over the years and gained more and more market share in the golf world, our task was to make golf clubs in a much more automated, fully inspectable, quality-controlled way, similar to how aircraft parts are made. Ah, okay. We set up all the production systems and the machinery and built the production capacity to, to help Callaway Golf get that job done. But, Mark, I'm with you. I am, I am a lousy golfer. <laughs> and the funny thing is, most people are lousy golfers. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough... I live in a golf course community here. I live in a uh, an area where there's a golf course right in my neighborhood here, and all my neighbors play golf. On the weekends when they're driving down the street in their golf cars, I'm out washing my car. So I've stayed away from the links other than taking nice early morning walks where it's so beautiful. But uh, that's a really, really cool story. I love it. Great how, again, that integrated back into the technology. And of course, nowadays, all the golf clubs are made highly technical manufacturing yeah. ways. So uh, that was really cool. Thanks for sharing that story. Wonderful. Glad to. Happy to. Now, here's a very introspective question for you, Reeves. If you were a car, what kind of car would Reeves be and why? <laughs> you know, I'm going to take a very long walk on a very short <laughs> plank here. I kind of thought you might do that. The most impressive thing that I have driven lately is it's a category rather than a, a thing. It, it's the electric car. Okay. I, um, I am so impressed with what Musk has done at Tesla. And I'm also so impressed with what Chevrolet has done with mm -hmm. the Volt. I own a Volt and use it as the family car. And we have found a way to pump about 10 megawatts of power into it. No, I'm only kidding. <laughs> you know, I was just going... My brain started going, wait a minute, let's see, what does that calculate the horsepower? What's he talking about? <laughs> I'm not as smart as this guy. I've got to catch up here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was going down the wrong path there. The car is really uh, remarkable, and and I wish I had a way of applying that kind of technology to some of the yeah, stuff. Yeah, I think so. So so is that fair to say that Reeves is an electric car? Oh, yeah. I, I would be an electric car. I mean, max torque at zero RPM. 
Slot car speeds for sure. Yeah. You, you know, that's a very unique and cool answer. It's the first time, I think the first electric car who's been on the show, which is kind of cool. So I like that. You know, when Chevrolet launched the Volt, I was working in Tacoma and they came to our facility and they were the, we were the first of nine city tours. They were presenting the car to the public and got to drive the car. And I was really impressed by it. I, you know, I'd never driven an electric car before. Now, this was some time ago when that first generation Volt came out. Very cool. I liked your answer to that. I like it. I have to uh, tip my hat here because when you, when you work for all the car companies around the world, you get to see behind the curtain. Uh, yes. you, get to, you get to lift the skirts yep. and, and that re, reorients your opinion of who's who and how they do it in the car world. Right. The, the folks at General Motors uh, come out at the top of that heap. Uh, And this is spoken as an independent because they've cracked a code which nobody else has really cracked. Mm. They can make very high quality, very reliable, robust devices for the lowest possible cost. And that's why the Corvette is such an achievement because there's, uh, you know, we were at the track the other day and one of our streetcars winds up turning better lap times than a Porsche GT3 car. Oh, ouch. <laughs> on street tire. Yeah. And it's, it's only possible because that platform is such a great starting point. Well, the, the history of Corvette, of course, is, is that uh, much like 911s as far as it's been around for so long. And the new generation Corvettes are just absolutely beautiful cars. I mean, they've just brought them to a new level. And of course, you guys take them to that next level. So absolutely spectacular. Well, Reeves up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people. But what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Do you love vintage cars? Then go to CarsYeah.com and get a free copy of the fantastic Filler Up book. It's a full-color ebook filled with fuel filler fun with over 60 color photographs of vintage cars plus inspirational quotes from some of the most famous automotive enthusiasts of all time. Simply go to CarsYeah.com and click on the free book button on the homepage. Download your free Filler Up book today at Cars Yeah. Okay, Reeves, we're back and we're entering the last lap. You know what this means. You've been on many tracks. The white flag is out and it's time for us to put our foot into it. And I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So you ready? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Drive fast, take chances. Oh, now who told you that? I think it was John Fitch. <laughs> <laughs> John Fitch, there you go, coming from a reliable source. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your success over the years? 
Boy, that's a that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, being open to learn new things, especially moving to a different culture. Uh, starting the shop in Germany has given me a real respect for international culture, and I would encourage everybody to travel and do business in as many different places as you possibly can. Oh yes, amen to that. There's nothing like going to a new place and understanding, experiencing their culture to see life in a different way. It's it's so incredibly valuable. Do you have a resource that you think our listeners would really enjoy? Ah, a resource. Well, I have to confess, uh, back in the late 80s, we started to use Macintosh as our computer of choice in all of the Callaway companies. Yay! Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so when I want to get posted on what latest news is in the Macintosh Tosh world, uh, I go to Macintosh.com on a daily basis. So ah, okay. I don't know whether that's relevant or not, but uh, that's what I do. How about a book? Is there a book you've read recently that you think our listeners would really enjoy reading as well? Yeah, I got the perfect, the perfect book. This is a great story that nobody learned in high school, and I wish they would have. Uh, the book is called The Alchemy of Air, and it's the story of how mankind learned to extract nitrogen from our atmosphere. Because, of course, without nitrogen, we wouldn't have two very important things. We wouldn't have fertilizer, and we wouldn't have explosives. And the, the two Germans that did this just happened to be in the town that our shop in Germany is in, Oh, so wow. there's the personal connection, but this is a fabulous, fabulous story called The Alchemy of Air. Oh, I love it. That book has never been recommended here. I can't wait to post that on a very special place we have here at Cars. Yeah, on the website called Guest Recommended Books for this book. And the past 500 plus guest books are listed for quick, easy links to buy. I'm going to get my hands on that and read it for sure. We are up to the checkered flag. And this last question can be a real doozy, especially for a car guy like you. If you could have only one collector car in your garage, but money's no object, I'll buy you any car in the world, what would that vehicle be? And more importantly, why? Well, Mark, you're too kind. You're, you're my <laughs> you're <welcome>. hero. <laughs> you're welcome. And, and here's the assignment. Go find me a 1966 Berlin at Aluso, and uh, that will be my keeper. Oh, gosh. Now, what is it about the Lusso that just tugs on your heart? I, I think it's just, it, it is the definition of uh, the near-perfect, most beautiful automobile. Ah, uh, they are pretty, aren't they? Ah, uh, gosh, yeah. Just They are so elegant. They're, it's like they took that sports car and just refined it a little bit to just uh, perfection. So, yes, very beautiful car. You picked a great one, my friend, and it's going to cost me a pretty penny, pretty I can tell. Penny. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, Reeves, you have taken me on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed your stories, and I want to thank you for sharing your amazing journey with the Cars Yow listeners and with me. Would you offer us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that 66 Aluso Ferrari? You know, we, we talked about the pivotal moments in your career. And in retrospect, I would say, of course, luck has something to do with it. But I also always try to be grateful for the people that I have known and, and been influenced by. And I think that those 
those are the relationships that make a difference in your life, is how lucky you were to have been influenced by the people that you were influenced by. Uh, my, my hat is tipped in that direction. It's great advice, and I'm extremely fortunate to, to have been able to spend some time with you today. I want to thank you for that. What's our best way for our listeners to learn more about Callaway? Gosh, uh, we always post everything at the website, which is callawaycars.com. Enjoy, and, and please send us feedback. Absolutely. Listeners, check out the website. You're going to be there a while because there's a lot of fun stuff, a lot of eye candy going on. You can find links to everything Reeves has been so kind to share today on his very own show notes page at carsyad.com slash Reeves Calloway. Reeves, thanks again for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with the Cars Yeah listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. You're welcome. 